It's my show. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. And the couches and the beads and the snacks and the tweets. What is that? A Kiwi accent? Do Kiwis have accents? I mean, maybe if you're Kiwi, you don't think you have an accent because you think it's everyone else that has an accent. I'm confused. I didn't even know that Kiwis could talk. I mean, where's their pie hole? Pie hole? Is it on the butt of their furry skin? And if so, do all their little seeds fall out when they talk? I'm talking about fleshies from New Zealand, not actual kiwis, you idiot. I <laughs> know you do if I was just playing. My kiwi accent is on point. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway, I'm just glad that we're back home from our little road trip because that was exhausting. Yeah, there's no place like home. Word. And thankfully, we're finally away from Motai. Seriously. Hey, did somebody say Mo? Well, good morning to you twos from the lovable lug. Yeah, I thought you were already gone with the minge. No, we haven't left yet. Still here. Isn't that exciting? Thrilling. Since I'm here, I figured, you know, I could help you out with the, uh... Butterfly, butterfly thingy. thingy. The podcast. Whoa, he actually called it the right thing. Shocking! Look, before we get started and before I forget, I want to give a special shout out to the dog accessories company, Spruce. They sent us a cool grab-and-go leash bag that is way more stylish than those little poop bag holders you see some fleshies walking around with. It holds your fleshies keys, money, poop bags, and it attaches to your leash so you can just grab it and go. Oh, (laughs) now I know why they call it that. Yeah, if you check it out on their website at sprucepup.com, you'll find other cool things like leashes made from rock climbing rope and fancy travel dog beds. So if you like nice things for your pup, check it out. Again, it's sprucepup.com. Like, you spruce up your dog's fashion. Apparently, the owners used to work for a baby products robotics company, but started their own business when they saw the need for cool outdoorsy stuff for dogs. What does that even mean, baby product robotics? Is that like an animatronic baby toy that you can freak them out with? (laughs) Maybe it's like an AI babysitter that reads bed Bedtime stories to your brat so you don't have to. Sounds like another page from our book. Bedtime stories. We don't need no stinking bedtime stories. Oh, speak for yourself. I love my bedtime stories from the Minch. We cuddle up by the fireplace. She gives me a late night snack and uh, we read classics like Goodnight Rubber Ducky. Oh, that's my favorite. Shut up, Mo. All right, okay. Hey, is it cool if I start the Doggo News segment? Because I really want to talk about something exciting. Why not? You're practically here all the time. Might as well let you help out. My thoughts exactly. All right, kids, roll the cue or, or cue the roll. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In today's Doggo News, I'd like to discuss a little event that happened recently, the National Dog Show. Oh boy, really? Yeah, Motown, we're really not into that. It's a little too breedist. (laughs) Really? Oh darn, because I had this whole thing prepared. I'm totally fascinated by it. Uh, You know, it's not good to watch those things, Mo. It'll make you feel bad about yourself. How's that? Well, you'll get an unhealthy expectation of how you're supposed to look. To even be considered for the National Dog Show, you have to be in, like, top physical fitness, which... Clearly you're not, so... Rude, but okay. You also have to be a full breed, which (laughs) clearly you're not. Uh Uh-huh. Your teeth have to be perfect, your hair has to be ridiculous, and you have to trot along like you're some kind of puppet for fleshies to flaunt. Well, I'm no puppet. Exactly. We're not here for fleshies to flaunt. We're not a goddamn accessory. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you don't want to get an eating disorder watching those dog shows, do you, Mozart? Well, absolutely not. Good. So anyway, can I talk about the dog show now? (laughs) Go on. Weak sauce. I just wanted to point out that I really like the Scottish Deerhound, the one that won Best in Show. 
Do you know why? Because she kind of looks like Layla. How'd you guess? Because you are transparent as a hole in a squeaky toy that Layla has ripped to shreds. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we heard about the National Dog Show winners. Personally, I think Best in Show, or at least Best in Terrier, should have gone to the Rat Terrier. Typical. I think that it's neat that there was a case hound representing Chewbacca there. Yeah, that was one fluffy case hound. I like the black poodle, too. I would like to know who her stylist is. <laughs> Your hair isn't long enough to style Mozart. I could get extensions. All right, moving on to the next doggo news. A pug was recently reunited with his Southern California paw rent after being found roaming Highway 99. And get this, after six years of being lost. Highway 99, that sounds familiar. That's because that was what we were just on. I heard the men saying that's how we get to Yosemite. Whoa, that's really far. Well, apparently the dog's mother never gave up looking for him, posting Facebook posts, keeping her number the same, even after moving to New Mexico. Luckily, the pug was microchipped, so when he was finally found, they were able to contact her and reunite the two. When the hell kind of life must he have had on the streets like that for six years? I know. And it must have been all kinds of dirty, no baths for six years. Oh, it sounds like a dream. Well, it's not really. Yeah, I was pretty dirty myself, but I was on the streets for only about three years, so... Three years human time and you were feral as hell. Feral as fuck, you mean? Yes, but I didn't want to cuss. I was a fucking feral phenomenon. No one is feral as me. You sound so proud about it. Hell yeah, I am. Granted, I may be domesticated now, but back then, huh. Man, I was running the streets. Running is definitely the right word. Hey, uh, guys, I was wondering, do you think I could talk about something that's sort of serious? Hello? Sorry, Bo, just had a brain fart there. Yeah, we're really not used to you being serious. <laughs> it's just that last doggo news story got me thinking. Oh, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, I don't want you to sprain your brain. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mo. Wh- what's on your mind, cousin? Well, first off, thanks for calling me a cousin. I appreciate that. Well, you are our cousin. Why wouldn't he acknowledge that? Well, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, you know. I mean, I, I could get a bit insecure at times, that's all. Don't be stupid, Mo. Just go on. All right, well, that last story about the It just got me thinking about my former life, you know? Your former wife? Whoa, you didn't tell us you had an old lady. What about Layla? That's messed up, Mozart. My former life, not my former wife. And forget about Layla. I'm over it. Really? Why? All right, wait, 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 wait. Save it for another episode. This isn't the Mo Show. We can't just let him take over our podcast here. The Mo Show. Hey, that's amazing. I love it. Don't even think about it, Mozart. We don't need more competition. Anyway, 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 what were you saying about your former life? Oh, yeah. You guys don't know my backstory because, well, I never told you. But before I met the Minge and before I met you guys, well, I had another home. What? Holy shit, Mozart. What do you mean you had another home? You mean you weren't captured out on the streets? I was, but right before that, I had, you know, other parents. Holy shit, this is scandalous. Why didn't you tell us before? Well, it really didn't cross my mind, to be honest. I've been so happy with my new family and you guys, and well, it... Just kind of slipped my mind. I just assumed that you were a street dog like me and Zeddy. But Indy, you had a home before. If you call a home staying at someone's pad before they decide to return you after two days. <laughs> yeah, Mozart, I was more like a foster dog. I didn't have an actual home. I mean, I guess I did for a minute, but I would never call that evil fleshy my daddy. 
He hacked off my tail wrong and he tried to get me into dog fighting. So, no, I did not have a home. Oh, well, I did. And frankly, I think I pretty much blocked it out of my memory because of all the bad stuff, you know? Uh, like what kind of bad stuff? My previous parents had some meh problems. Meh problems? <laughs> what the hell is that? Oh, I know. Is that like whenever you bring up something that you want to do, they're like, meh, I don't think so, right? That. That's what you mean. No, not exactly. You guys haven't heard of meh? I mean, eh? No, it's a terrible drug that some fleshies use to get them all crazy and amped up. They do weird things like take it and then clean the house for 12 hours straight. That is weird. Anyway, this meh drug got them fighting all the time, and sometimes they would forget to feed me or take me out, so, you know, I'd have to try and scrounge up some stuff that they drop on the floor. Sometimes I wouldn't be able to hold it, so I'd just pee in the apartment, which smelled terrible, by the way, but, you know, there were cockroaches everywhere. Disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty bad. How did you end up there? Well, before, I was born on a farm, far, far away, about the time it took us to get, you know, to the Yosemite. Well, that is far. I had brothers and sisters, five in total, including me. And we all loved each other. We'd snuggled and played for some reason. I thought we'd stay like that forever. What happened to those parents? Honestly, I don't really remember them. I remember hands and the way they smelled, but I don't really remember their faces. Although they did speak another language. Chinese? No. Spanish? No. Italian? Honestly, guys, I'm not really sure. Listen, we're only asking you because, you know, we're hungry. It's not like they made me any of those human foods. No, not like the minge does. Spoiled. I really wasn't on the farm too long because before I could barely walk... The two meh heads came and took me away. Where did you move to? Somewhere near the shelter where I met the minge. The pound? Oh, so you escaped. You had your own great escape, Mozart, you little rascal. Well, I had to, honestly. I didn't think I was going to survive if I didn't run away. All right, so how did you do it? How did you do it? Oh, uh, one day, when they were zonked out of their minds, they left the back balcony door open, so I slipped out when they weren't looking, and I jumped off the balcony. What? You jumped off a balcony? Well, it was on the first floor. Oh. So much for excitement. Hey, my legs are short, as you know, it's so it still hurt. They didn't notice you were gone? Nope. Like I said, they were addicted to meh. So then what happened? Well, I roamed the streets for hours, not knowing where I was going or what I was going to do. What did you eat? Mostly cat turds. Poor nutrition, those cat turds. Nothing like the roast chicken I get now. Okay, okay, we get it. The minge loves cooking up chicken for you. So then what happened? Well, I sort of hid out behind some fleshy grocery store until one day, some guy who worked in the store came out and brought me some water and kibble. I was so hungry, it was the best kibble I ever tasted. Fuck, Fuck kibble! Okay, so that guy took you to the pound? No. At first, he took me back to his place, but his old lady was totally against me staying there. They had already had a cat with two kids, and so it was kind of cramped as it was in their place. What did the cat say? The cat was against me as well. Typical. So she made him take me to the shelter, which is how I met the minge. Yeah, we heard about that day. Apparently, they met all kinds of pups before finally choosing you. You know what my secret was? What? I was in the cage with two other little dogs, like myself, a Shih Tzu and a Pomeranian, and they were barking like mad when the minge and Emo walked up. So I thought to myself, how can I stand out from these two crazy little mutts? I just sat down and I gave him the sad eyes, but not overly desperate. You know, I didn't bark at all. 
Sure enough, Emo was like, I want to see that one, pointing to me. He's not barking at all. So the prison guard unlocked the cage and led me out into the prison yard, where we all, you know, got to know each other. At first, I could tell that Minge was hesitant, but Emo kept petting me and talking to me and telling the Minge how special she could tell I was. Mama's great like that. She can point out all the good dogs in a second. And the capper was when one of the vets walked by and stopped and told the Minge and Emo that I was a good dog. She had validated me in a second. Next thing I know, the Minge's filling out the paperwork, and bam! I get neutered and shot up with Vax, and I'm off into the time machine with the Minge and my other emo! Well, you're a lucky dog, Mozart. Not everyone has a success story like ours. Agreed. But after listening to the story about the pug, well, it made me think about those meh heads and, you know, where they are now. I think they did care about me a little, you know, they just had other problems, you know? Irresponsible, inhumane humans. Yeah, Mozart, I'd put them out of your mind. They sound like uh, classic assholes to me. They weren't, though, Z. They were just damaged. I mean, Indy was damaged when Uncle and Emo got her, right? Don't put this on me now! Oh, I'm just saying. Nobody's perfect. I just wish them the best, and I hope they get off the meh. Wow, Mozart, that's a really sad story. I'm sorry to hear that. I just feel extremely lucky to be with you guys, you know? I definitely think we're all lucky. Oh, I miss Lucky. Me too. What the hell's that? Why the hell did they use that bell? Yeah, don't they know that the bell freaks us the fuck out? Tony J, who the hell are you guys? Puppies! Puppies, 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 puppies! Oh, wow. Look at these little pipsqueaks. Where the hell did you two excuse come me, from? Excuse me, excuse me, Big Mama coming through. Excuse me! Big Mama, huh? You're all about two pounds dripping wet. Correction, I am 1.85 pounds. Weighed just the other day at the vet. Who are you, little puppies? Mine, 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 Milo, that's mine! Uh, mine, 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 Technically, it's mine. mine, it's mine. It's mine! It's mine! Uh, but you can have it, I guess, since you're destroying it. <laughs> Hello there, little guy! My big little brother is talking to you! Milo doesn't talk yet. He's still teething. Even though I'm the renter of the litter, I'm the smartest, and therefore I talk. <laughs> you talk a lot is what I'm seeing. And who exactly are you? Oh, well, good evening. I'm Cousin Mo, a.k.a. Mozart. Whatever, I don't care. Who are you guys? I'm a girl and my name is Indiana. This is my big little brother, Zeddy. Zeddy? Oh, another Z name. I'm Zola. Uh, Zola, huh? And what the hell are you doing here? We're Jasmine's new fur babies. God dog mother Jasmine got two new puppies? Yep, we're her fur babies. Fur babies. The new one is Milo. Can you mute him some more? Ah, get off me! Get off of me! Stop climbing all over me! <laughs> He's adorable! Zola, would you like to you know, come over here and snuggle the foops? Oh, take it easy, Andy. Uh, who? What? When? Where? The foops! It's the warmest, most cuddly part of my body! Uh, no thanks. I'll pass. But do you got any food? Not for you. <laughs> Why not? If my mother's your dog godmother, then technically we're related. Nope, I don't think so. Trust me, we are. We're like blood brothers. But you're a girl. Yeah, but I'm a tomboy. I don't care. Rude. How about you, Fat Mo? <laughs> she just called you fat. Uh, I'm not fat, I'm a lug. I don't even know what that means. Whatever, Fat Mo, you got anything to snack on? You're hiding anything under there? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, Come on, stop Fat Mo, me. I know you got some food hiding somewhere. Come on. No, no, I don't. Quit it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god, you guys are insane. Shouldn't you puppies go back and hang out with the Jasmine? Oh, you called her the Jasmine like Lucky. Lucky? Oh yeah, we heard about that dog. Mommy talks about him a lot. He loved us some cool toys. You have no idea. Lucky was beyond loved, especially by the Jasmine. You're lucky to have such a cool mother. Yeah, yeah, we know, we know, we know. Mom's cool. Well, since you guys are useless, it's time for us to bounce. Useless? I beg your pardon? <laughs> beg all you want, Boomer, we out. <sighs> Come on, Milo, let's swing. <sighs> Did she just say swing? What the hell does that even mean? Uh, uh you know, swing, like, uh, like bounce. Uh-huh. You never heard it before either, did you, Boomer? Ugh, I'm traumatized. Me too. I mean, I'm a lot younger than you two, and they made me feel ancient. I am never having puppies. Ever. Thank God you're fixed. They almost made me change my mind about having some. Right? I mean, they're cute and all, but that puppy energy. And they were so demeaning to us. I mean, at least Zola was. Millennials. I think they're actually considered Generation Alpha. Alpha, Beta, Disco, those pups are nuts. Yeah, I might have to take a nap after that traumatizing event. (laughs) All right, well, let's just get on with our Monday Mutts segment then. In today's Monday Mutts, we'd like to actually talk about a Florida incident that happened recently. Oh. Oh, this one. While hanging out with his King Charles Spaniel. Not a mutt. A 74-year-old Florida resident leapt into a pond to save his three-month-old puppy from the jaws of an alligator. Okay, so was the man a mutt? Not sure. Well, how is this a Monday Mutt segment then? We agreed that Monday Mutts was a grab bag of stuff. Does it technically have to be about mutts? That would be unfair to full breeds. All right, all right, go on. Richard Wilbanks jumped into the pond and wrestled the alligator once he realized the beast grabbed the little puppy straight off the shore. Terrifying. Luckily, Mr. Wilbanks was able to open the alligator's jaws just enough for the puppy to escape. He had the wounds in his stomach from where the alligator bit him, but he survived. Saved by the fleshy. That was terrifying. I would hate to be eaten by a reptile. Don't worry, Mozart. They'd probably just spit you back up. We have the full details on our Facebook page, and you can even see the video where Mr. Wilbanks battles the gator, still with a cigar hanging from his mouth. (laughs) Now that skills. Did you say skills with a Z? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're just feeling the loss of cool slip away from your paws now, aren't you? What? What do you mean? Well, something tells me that since Zola appeared, you're suddenly realizing that you're not the coolest dog in the shed anymore, huh? Uh, I don't think that's how the saying goes. I'm just saying, those little rugrats make you feel old, don't they? Like when Dr. Kumar calls you a senior dog. Ugh, I hate it when he calls me that. Me too. These younger generations, they have no respect for their elders, you know what I mean? I agree, that little Zola came trotting in here, acting like Queen Bee. More like a Queen Z. Ah, don't sneak up on us. You're going to give us a A heart attack? Uh, Yo, man, we get it, we get it. I am not a man. But you are old. I can smell it. What is that you're wearing, Ben Gay? I think she's talking about our glucosamine supplement. Are you sure that you don't just want to cut her up in my foops? Yeah, Indies, just smother her with that foops. Oh, lady, your foop smells like expired cheese. I'll pass. How dare you? All right, kids, all right, all right, all right. I think it's best to wrap this thing up right now with a page from our book. Uh, what book? It's not like you can read, so you don't even worry about it. 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog is So Much Better Than Having a Kid. Reason number 39. Puppies! <laughs> Excuse me? me? This puppy. Puppies are amazing and so much better than babies because even though we pee and poop everywhere, we still don't cry, drool, or fart all the time. Oh, she's got a point. Puppies 
Bunnies are also the most adorable living creatures on the planet. Period. Look it up. We are the most Googled cute living species in the entire world. Do you think pics of baby pigs get as much love as us? Or baby kittens? Baby kittens is redundant. Think again. Puppies are the best. Better than the rest. We're what makes the world spin, the stocks soar, and world peace a possibility. Whoa, just ease up there. Puppies smell terrific. We sleep like angels. We cuddle and coo and snuggle you when you're sad or happy or lonely or just plain pathetic like so many of you humans are. We call them fleshies. Okay, fine. Fleshies. What would you all do without puppies? You'd be so sad and pathetic with your boring existences. You wouldn't know what to do with yourselves. Don't let the Jasmine hear you talk like that. And what's up with this the Jasmine thing? Her name is Jasmine, period. No the, just Jasmine. I'm gonna have to school this bitch. Zeddy, she's just overly confident like most pups her age. I'll be confident till the day I die. Well, get ready for a rude awakening because before you can blink three times, you'll be a senior dog like us. Yeah, you think puppy life lasts forever? Think again. I was a puppy four days ago and now I'm a bona fide adult dog. I think your math is a bit off, Mozart. You three are all just jealous because you'll never again be young and cute like me. Guaranteed, if we walk down to the living room right now, I get the most attention out of all of us. The fleshies will bow down to my cuteness, tears will come to their eyes, and they will pick my ass up first, then Milo's, and you'll all be left in the dust. Oh, yeah? Yep. Well, then, let's see it. Yeah, yeah, let's give it a go. Ha, huh, you'll see. Me and Milo will get picked up first. Show us then, you little rugrat. Yeah, show us the way, you wise little pupster. Uh, don't say that. It sounds too much like Luxers. Oh, right. After you, you snotty little brat. That's much better. See you suckers out there. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. <laughs> I thought she'd never leave. Seriously, good job, Mo. Yeah, Mo. I guess you're no longer the runt of the pack. Really? Wait, so so I'm a front pack dog now? Well. Well, Fleshies, we've run out of time, but thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on the ground. Check out our Facebook page to see all the clips and videos from this week's episode. And as always, a special shout out to our Fuck Kibble Patreons, Leisha and Olga, and our newest Fuck Kibble Patreons, Bailey, Lexi, and Teresa. You guys are so awesome. And check out our Patreon page if you haven't already. We'd love to hear your comments and questions, so please send us a message through our website or our social media pages. In fact, we should answer Slick Hair Big Dare's question he sent to us on the gram. Yes, why do dogs like to lick the inside of our ears? Duh, because they're salty as fuck. Yeah, we love you salty fleshies. Speak for yourself, I'm not much of a licker. Not even with the minge? Nope. Oh, that's weird, Mo. I always considered you as a mother liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I take offense to that. <laughs> and on that note, smell you later! later.